Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome to Fantasy Sports today here on SportsGrid. Craig Mish along with George Kurtz here on the show. I've been out for a few days. Glad to be back with you here for the end of the week programming as George and I will go through some fantasy baseball discussion today. Our preview is of the Cleveland Guardians, so stay on the grid for that. And George will review some things happening, of course, NBA back in action uh, as well. What's going on, George? Great to have you back here on the show. And you and I will be paired up for the next couple of days and also on Monday as well. So thanks for filling in and thanks for being here today. Always my pleasure, Craig. Right? we got spring training baseball, the Cactus League, and the Grapefruit League starting tomorrow and Saturday. So it's a little bit – it's picking up, right? Cause it's a little Dull time here. Football is ended. Sure, you got hockey, the basketball all-star game. Uh, really, games just started again last night. It's a little bit of a dull time. Spring training, you know, it's sort of, uh, I guess, a brightener for me, especially here in the Northeast, because the, the warmer weather is coming. You know, the boys are summer right. and all that. So looking forward to games over the weekend. Yeah, for sure. And as you could probably see a little with my face, yeah, that's where I was the last few days in uh, Jupiter, Florida, driving back and forth. But uh, that has come to an end. I'm back here with you guys, which is where I should be here on the show on Fantasy Sports today. Let's get to our headlines here as we begin. 23rd of February 2023. And how about Brandon Miller last night? 41 points, game winner, some turmoil involved in the game as well, but a huge game for him. Not great news for Steph Curry. Going to be out at least another week with uh, with the progress that he's making. The Warriors really need him back to make a run. Good story with the Philadelphia Phillies is Noah Song, Rule 5 pick. He's going to be released from his service with the uh, Navy. It has a chance, actually, to make the team. We will see if he does. If not, got to go back to his previous team. Also, the Tennessee Titans cutting down some salary yesterday as Robert Woods cut, Taylor Luan cut, formerly great players, probably players that didn't deserve to be cut, George. But uh, let's be honest, in this day and age of the salary cap, once you hit those escalators in terms of salary, you are gone. Also, it was reported uh, that Aaron Rodgers has finished up his darkness tour, which is basically him sitting in a room for a few days trying to figure out what he's going to do. So maybe we'll have some Aaron Rodgers news uh, coming out soon. So, George, we could start a number of, of different ways here on the show. Certainly we mentioned spring training underway. Uh, you know, I guess let's hit on this Titan story real quick because I know that a lot of people will be covering the NFL draft coming up, and this is a signal here that uh, clearly the Titans, even with drafting uh, offense last year at wide receiver and at quarterback, uh, still need a lot of help uh, one way or the other. Listen, they got to figure out what their quarterback situation is going to be, all right? Uh, Ryan Tannehill, is he going to be there next year? They're going to move on from him. Uh, they didn't really seem to love uh, Malik Willis there, right? That didn't work out. They're bringing somebody off the street there. Do they need to draft another quarterback here? I mean, it's sort of a mess in Tennessee about what they're going to do, especially, you know, hey, Indianapolis may be taking a step back. they got quarterback problems of their own. But Houston, got another head coach there, a lot of draft picks there. They could be on their way up in a couple of years. And we know Jacksonville already looks there. That, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is that guy. We know they have an office mm-hmm. there. It's amazing what a real head coach will do for you there. But now, I said, Tennessee has some big decisions to make here. Are we rebuilding? Are we retooling? You know, what are we going to do there in Tennessee? Yeah. No, it's still to be determined. And it feels like that window, you know, honestly, Georgia, it feels like it may have closed for them. You know, like they had that few-year great Derrick Henry window, uh, you know, uh, Tannehill playing above average, getting that contract extension. Maybe they go the other way. I don't, I don't know. But Tennessee doesn't seem to be in a position to rebuild. So I'm very curious to see how they operate in the draft. Obviously, Malik Willis does not look, to me at least, does not look like a starting NFL quarterback. Uh, all right. And, 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 George, the other thing, tomorrow is spring training games begin. 
And I know for a lot of people, it is fantasy baseball draft season for us here over the next month. We're, we're talking about one team every single day here on the show. Uh, today, we'll cover the Cleveland Guardians, George, coming up after our next break. And certainly that's a team no stranger to great fantasy options, especially when it comes to the starting pitching. And they even added a little offense in the offseason. They did, right? Yeah, little Josh Bell there. We'll see what he can do for the team. They're an intriguing team because it's really an intriguing division, right? We don't know what to make of the White Sox. You know, they had so many injuries last year. Can they stay healthy? You know, Detroit's probably still an afterthought. Kansas City, yeah, same thing there. Minnesota, you know, they were ruling that division for a while there. Are they back? You know, you and I were talking about Byron Buxton during the, uh, the break. Can he stay healthy for more than 110 games here? So it is an interesting division. Cleveland, the strength of that team is certainly the pitching there. You know, will that keep up here? So uh, it's not a division where you're going to go, hey, I'm going to take this team. They're going to win, and I'm pretty confident of it. I think any of the first three teams, Chicago, Cleveland, Minnesota, can all take that division home. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. And and uh, interesting story, George, as we talked about here in the headlines with this uh, kid Noah Song, who's very well thought of. I, I think the Phillies didn't think, or I mean, maybe the Phillies did know that they had a chance for this kid to be discharged, but certainly you don't see this a lot in the military, and this could – you know, set off things for future events too. Absolutely. Uh, we see this every now and then where the military does law allow someone to leave early who has a sports contract, something like that. So I don't think they expected it. It's a, a happy accident. You know, hey, you, you go with it, you see what happens here. But it is a nice story. I, I wonder if that, by the way, I also wonder if that's part of the reason. A little positive PR never hurts. So that, that's what I wonder what's going on there. As you said about the Philadelphia Phillies, you know, you think about the Phillies, brutal, brutal division there in the National League East, right? That's what all with the New York Mets there, spending a gazillion dollars. The Phillies spend a gazillion dollars of their own here with Trey Turner here. So the Phillies will be a very interesting team this season as well. Yep, for sure. All right, Craig Miss, George Kurtz. We're off and running here on this Thursday morning. Hopefully you can stick with us throughout the show. By the way, our team-by-team previews are available on demand over on our YouTube channel and also over at sportsgrid.com. Uh, we're going through one team every single day from a fantasy baseball perspective. We're taking a look at the average draft position in the NFBC. And up next, it is a team that far exceeded expectations based on payroll, you would say, last year. That is the Cleveland Guardians. So stay tuned. George and I will go through their lineup next, also their starting pitching, and take a look at their potential saves, which I know is supremely important in fantasy baseball as well, right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish, along with George Kurtz with you here on the show. Davis is out for a few days on his vacation, much needed for sure, and much deserved. So George and I have an opportunity to dive into some fantasy baseball talk, and today we're going to take a look at the average draft position in the National Fantasy Baseball Championships of the Cleveland Guardians, George, a, a team that has at least, let's see, one, two, three players in the top 60, several players in the top 200 and a team that just seems to do things the right way in terms of player development, drafting players, finding international players. And, and George, they always seem to call up a guy or two every year that's fantasy relevant. And that was the case as well last year. Yeah, this, this is a good, it's a good solid baseball team. Like I say, it's, I mean, he doesn't have some sexy names here. And there's no Aaron Judge or anybody like that. I mean, Jose Ramirez is a fantastic player. But really, you know, people are like, oh, yes, he was one of the best players. Oh, he is one of the best players in baseball when you realize it. But he doesn't come to your, your mind right away when you're thinking of, uh, like I said, Judge, Soto, uh, Trout. You know, then you get to, oh, yeah, Ramirez. But then again, you realize, oh, he's going to top three of almost every draft. Yeah, no, for sure. So let's take a look at the starting lineup projected for the Cleveland Guardians here in 2023. And a lot of the positioning here, again, is courtesy of the National Fantasy Baseball Championship. So Stephen Kwan... George came up last year and looked like a Rookie of the Year candidate in April and May. He was fantastic. Still ended up having a really good year. His ADP is 119. Ahmed Rosario following him at 123. As you mentioned, Jose Ramirez is a top five pick in every fantasy draft. Josh Bell signs that deal to go to the Guardians and probably will back cleanup switch hitter. Andres Jimenez has been a star for the Guardians as well. What a, what a great trade that ended up being for them. With uh, It was his ADPs inside the top 100. Josh Naylor, you know what he serves as, DH only. Oscar Gonzalez, George, probably the biggest riser in terms of ADP from last year to this year. He was incredible in the postseason, and they're hoping for really big things. I, I don't know. We'll see. Mike Zanino is their catcher. No one's taking him. And, uh, George, we're waiting for Miles Straw, you know? Like, we're still waiting and waiting and waiting for that year that Straw is going to get 600 plate appearances, steal 60 bases, you know, a capable player, but, you know, the ship sort of feels like it sailed a little bit from a fantasy perspective here. And I don't even know, honestly, if he'll uh, play every single day. But Oscar Gonzalez, definitely an interesting name, again, because we really don't know. Very small sample based on last year. And and I guess the question is, is do you buy into the year that Andres Jimenez had last year? Do you think that that will happen again this year? I mean, do I think it'll happen again? Uh, sure, sure. I don't. I don't think it won't happen again. How about that? Uh, by, by what? Two ninety-seven here. Seventeen home runs, sixty-nine RBIs, twenty stolen bases. Most of Big us year. do expect stolen bases to tick up a few, right? So if you had twenty, twenty-five, certainly possible here. Uh, so I think that could be happening. Am I going to bet on two ninety-seven? Probably not, but I'll take two eighty. You know, I'll, I'll take 280. I'm not going to complain there. So uh, I think he can do it again. The lineup theoretically should be better. They all have a year's experience in there. I mean, Jose Ramirez, the amazing thing, he was banged up last year. He should be fully healthy this season. So I am okay with Mr. Jimenez here. I don't, like I said, I don't have anything against him here. I may not be dying to grab him if, uh, if that's what we're going here. I don't know if I'm going out of my way to get him on my team. But one thing I can tell you, I was telling you uh, during the break, I do a lot of mock drafts, about one a week here. Second base. If there's a position to worry about, it's second base, man. It gets real thin real quick. Yeah, no, it does. And I think that that is the key when it comes to fantasy, as George mentioned, is that some of this is sort of like playing daily fantasy and some of like, you know, looking at it from a contrarian uh, perspective, trying to find the holes maybe that other teams would have that you could potentially fill in with. And I think that's where the starting lineup goes. Uh, okay, now the starting pitching for Cleveland George, is really interesting in terms of average draft position because I guess there's just simply a lot of people who think that the rotation is good for Cleveland but not great for fantasy. I think that's probably the best way to describe it because outside of uh, of Bieber and McKenzie, I mean, not a lot of these players are really being drafted in 12-team leagues. It's more of the deeper leagues in the NFBC. So let's take a look at the average draft position for Shane Bieber, who is, for a lot of people, it looks like, and again, George, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but with his ADP at 59, I don't know that he's an SP1 for any fantasy baseball team in the NFBC. I feel like people are taking you know other pitchers ahead of him. Uh, Tristan McKenzie fits that mold too. And then they have Cal Quantrill, Aaron Savali, and Zach Plesak, who is basically an undrafted player at this point. So, uh, you know, the first two pitchers, George, are the ones that the people have the most interested in. And obviously, you know, the K per nine is just such a huge stat that we look at these days where those first two pitchers come in. 
Uh, but but George, it is, it is really interesting because we're going to get to this. It almost seems like Cleveland is just very satisfied outside of Bieber to say, okay, go give us five. And then we got this unbelievable bullpen on the guys we're going to bring in. And actually, those players who we'll talk about in the bullpen, very fantasy relevant. I mean, you said it. I couldn't agree more, by the way. That's pretty much is what they are, right? So, I mean, he's, Bieber, he's really a high-end more SP2 in fantasy than SP1. Uh, but I've seen, I have seen him go, you know, 10th uh, pitcher overall around there. But generally, he's more of the, uh, you know, around the 14 range is where I would grab uh, Shane Beaver there. There's certainly some upside there, but he's not quite the pitcher he was before the injury a couple of years ago, but still pretty damn good. Uh, McKenzie's got some upside, but probably more of an SP3 to SP4 guy. But there is upside for him to be better there. And then you get the rest. As far as the rotation, it sort of reminds me of a great regular season rotation but one that you're going to have a tough time winning in the playoffs, especially a seven-game series because your warts right. are going to show as far as Quantrill, uh, Savali, and police. And you saw that, uh, what, game five against the Yankees last year. They probably mm-hmm. should have brought back Bieber on short rest. Instead, why they go with uh, Savali, who got his brains beat in. You know, it didn't make a lot of sense there. But they are sort of what you said there. Uh, I, don't want to say, I don't want to say five and fly because that's not fair. But isn't that the way a lot of teams are in baseball? Yeah, Just give me five. Give me five yeah. innings, two runs, three runs, and we'll put it in this bullpen where everybody throws 110 miles an hour. Yeah, no, and that's part of it too. So, okay, so now um, let, let's dive a little deeper. Normally when we're talking, I mean, I, I don't know how you guys did it the last few days, but when we're talking about closers and fantasy, George, the, the dynamic has completely changed. It's, it's almost I, almost uh, impossible to identify closers on at least half the league. I mean, maybe even more. But George, the number one closer, it looks to me, according to the NFBC, in fantasy baseball this year is on Cleveland. It, 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 I think it is Emmanuel Class A. And by the way, James Karinchak also is being taken in every NFBC draft pretty high as well. He's the setup guy. 8-9, you're not going to find many teams that have a better situation here. But, George, it's, it's still really against my DNA, as good as Class A is, and as a, as a lock as he would appear. And, and he's going higher in the NFBC than every player, George, that we just mentioned, except for Jose Ramirez. So, you know, people still are going to chase these saves. I, I just can't do it. I, I just can't. Yeah, so you and I are old school uh, fantasy players. I'm the same way. I can't chase saves either. You know, I used to write a cl- the closing column, uh, you know, for us at Daily Roto, wherever I was there. And I'm that person who will tell you, there are 30 closes in baseball right right now, 30 teams, 30 closes. Half of them won't have the job by the All-Star break. You know, either they won't be good, they will have broken down, they got replaced for whatever reason, half of them. Uh, now, listen, Clause is not that guy. He'll have the job. You know, there's very little doubt about that. You've mentioned he's either the number one or the number two closer being taken off the board this season. And once again, these mocks, I'm seeing him going round five. And Craig, I can't take a closer that early. I just can't do it. You know, uh, and I'm not someone who is not going to take a closer. You know, I'm not Lenny Melnick and avoiding the closers. All right. I do want to take one pretty surefire guy. Of course. And then, yeah, a couple of who knows, you know, dartboard throws, see what happens there. But not in round five. I used to start thinking I'm going to close around eight, round nine. I might up that now to round seven, you know, because so many guys are going to take it earlier. Guys and girls are going right. to take it earlier. But, uh, the times have changed when it comes to closes. Yeah, and and with Class A, uh, George, this is round three. <laughs> this is round two nope. where, where, where he is going. Because, again, look, he's he's by far the best. But this this conversation to me, George, about elite closers – just doesn't exist, you know, like it may exist for a season or two. Uh, and, and, and a couple of them are in the hall of fame, you know, like Mariano Rivera and Trevor Hoffman and maybe even Billy Wagner in the future. But it's like, I just mentioned three out of about 300 and most likely scenario when you invest a pick that high is, yeah, you can hit Pater, But the other thing you could do is you could draft the guy and George it doesn't matter what his name is. He blows one save. The manager says, no problem. He blows two. We still believe in him. He blows three, George. We're going to give him some time off, and he may never get that job back. So can't do that. It's only three games out of the season. All right, we'll take a quick timeout here on FST. We'll talk more baseball tomorrow. Colorado Rockies on deck. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. 
Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid TV. I'm Davis Maddock. As always, on Thursdays, we're going to take you over to our friends at Thrive Fantasy. Yesterday on the program, we did a little bit of PGA. Of course, we have done NFL on the program, and uh, we are returning now to the NBA. The NBA is back from their all-star break, so we want you to come prop up with the NBA on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports platform for player props. It is a sort of a traditional daily fantasy contest, except instead of selecting players, you are selecting player props. So every prop is assigned a point value for more or less, obviously substituting in for over or under, and you make a lineup created of player props instead of simply player fantasy points. Pretty cool, and we think that you guys are going to enjoy it. We want you to use the promo code SPORTSGRID when you sign up today and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $250. You can download the Thrive Fantasy app on the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, or you can simply go sign up on their website, thrivefantasy.com. So sign up and prop up today. All right, the NBA is back from the All-Star break. And, uh, you know, I think that means a couple different things. I think at this point in the season, we really need to start being aware of what teams are playing for what. Teams that are battling for the one seed, teams that are battling to get out of the play-in, uh, those are going to see, you know, starters, important players, MVP candidates, first team, second team, third team, All-NBA. Those guys are going to be playing more minutes. I think we're going to see a little bit less rest. As we get down the stretch, I mean, for example, LeBron James said to the media over the All-Star break that the remaining 23 games of the Los Angeles Lakers season are the most important games of his career in terms of regular season games. And I think with the West so close and the bottom of the East so bad, there are so many teams at the bottom of the Eastern Conference who are barely playing competitive basketball. I do think it is important in these Thrive contests to be considering the amount of minutes they're going to be put on some of the big studs. Of course, beginning with Nikola Jokic uh, on Thursday night, his Thrive line is 25 and a half points. You are awarded 90 points for the over. You're awarded 110 points for the under. And uh, look, longtime listeners of this program know absolutely no chance am I going to look at one Mr. Nikola Jokic and take the under on 25 and a half points. Uh, we are going to be taking the over here for those points. And it's sort of interesting, I suppose, because I would guess that quite a few users are going to be tempted to take the under here. I mean, he is going up against basically the best defensive front court in the NBA of Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. And Jokic can also easily win this game, play 40 minutes, maybe even game could go in overtime, and he could still get the under, right? I mean, that's just kind of what he does. He averages 24 and a half points per game, but he's got plenty of games where he'll go for 14, he'll go for 12, you know, he just kind of ambles around. But my number one opinion in the back half of this season is that Nikola Jokic has internalized, and he kind of said 
this at the all-star break as well. It's like, he's so tired of the conversation about him versus Giannis versus Embiid. And the fact that he is not won an NBA championship, I think we are going to see the absolute best that Jokic has to offer in the remaining third of this season. So I'm going to be taking the over on Nikola Jokic, honestly, as I would most nights because he is that phenomenal. The next guy that we are going to take a look at is Cleveland Cavaliers guard Darius Garland. Probably the most surprising team this season has been the Cleveland Cavaliers. I guess not surprising because they did trade, you know, uh, I mean, they traded a freaking all-star in Laurie Markkinen in order to acquire the services of Donovan Mitchell. But the Cavaliers have been great. They are playing against the Denver Nuggets. But the line for Garland here is quite low. Six and a half assists is his line. You are awarded 80 points for the over, 120 points for the under. I, I think probably the 80 point over here is going to be fairly popular for users who are playing on Thrive on Thursday night. But Garland averages eight assists per game. Uh, he actually, if you take the entirety of his career, even uh, Darius Garland did not used to be uh, the, the greatest player in basketball. In fact, he was kind of his first two seasons. He was a negative value player. Uh, but Garland has been so good this season. We are going to take the over on six and a half assists here. One of the primary reasons being um, I expect this to be a high minutes game. For Darius Garland, right? Uh, this is a, a pretty important game. I think the Cavaliers would like to win a bunch of games coming out of the All-Star break and make it possible to rest their guys down the stretch, maybe even alternate nights of rest between Garland and Mitchell. So we are going to be taking the over here. Um, you know, Gar Garland, I suppose, is less of the facilitator than Donovan Mitchell is inside their offense. He's probably more of the off-the-ball guard in this offense when both Mitchell and uh Garland are in the lineup, which they have the may have the luxury of doing. But keeping keeping in mind that uh, their backup point guard situation is not really that strong, I, I think we're going to take the over here. Moving on, now we are going to take a look at Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are playing against the Indianapolis Pacers. They are uh, the the Indiana Pacers, rather. They are pretty big favorites in that matchup, and I think probably most importantly for Boston, they're fully healthy. Uh, Robert Williams is back. Al Horford has been able to rest. Marcus Smart is back from his injury. In fact, if you look at the uh, the injury report for the Boston Celtics, I would guess that this is the first time in over two months that none of Tatum, Brown, White, Smart, Robert Williams, or Horford has been listed uh, as, as, as questionable or worse. So I think their key seven, eight guys are all going to be playing here. Um, and that's going to, and so we're going to look at Jason Tatum's line of 40 and a half points plus rebounds. And you might say, oh, like it's Jason Tatum. That is an easy over. Well, the first thing is his season averages are actually just a shade lower than this. You were awarded 110 points for the over, 90 points for the under. So that is right in line with what he does. However, uh, we were just talking about how healthy the Boston Celtics are because the Celtics are that healthy. I would pretty firmly anticipate a blowout here. I, you know, the Pacers were a really nice story to start the year. They have really fallen back since then. They are now 26 and 34. The Boston Celtics are 42 and 17. They're the number one team in the Eastern Conference. They are one game ahead of the Bucs. Uh, probably, more importantly, they are four games ahead of the Philadelphia 76ers and way ahead uh, of the Cleveland Cavaliers as well. This is going to be a blowout. I think we're going to see limited Tatum minutes here. I think probably we're going to see extra Malcolm Brogdon. We'll probably see some Peyton Pritchard and some Sam Hauser in the fourth quarter. So I'm going to take the 90 points for selecting the under on Jason Tatum, 40 and a half points plus rebounds. I really like these categories that Thrive offers, actually. I, I really enjoy the combinatorial points, rebounds, plus assists. I feel like those are probably categories that people feel less confident selecting uh, but I, I think those are easier to project and uh, helps eliminate the variance a little bit. Obviously, there's going to be more variance in single category than multiple categories because generally it's just going to be a measurement of time on the court multiplied by the uh, per minute ratios or, or, or percentage ratios of each individual player. Moving on now to uh, Joel Embiid's most famous teammate, uh, we have James Harden who is going to be playing against the Memphis Grizzlies. That's actually a pretty fascinating game, John Morant versus uh, James Harden. We got Jaron Jackson Jr. versus Joel Embiid. Have to see how fast Jaron Jackson Jr. fouls out. This is actually, I mean, look, no one wants to give the Philadelphia 76ers the credit, but this could be a potential 
NBA Finals preview, Joel Embiid, I think, is that good. James Harden has also been pretty phenomenal this season. And uh, the Grizzlies, I, I suppose the Grizzlies actually are one of those teams that did start out the year so impressive, but they are now down to 35 and 22. Uh, that is good for second in the Western Conference, but I don't, you know, it's not a lot. The Mavericks are four games behind the Clippers, who Craig and I both picked to be the, uh, you know, we picked them as our as our Western Conference champions before the year. Uh, the Clippers and the Kings are right behind them. The Timberwolves are only four games behind. So we are uh, going to take a look at James Harden, and I'm going to be taking the over here on 38 and a half points plus rebounds and assists. I feel pretty good about that selection. I mean, it's it's actually less than James Harden has averaged as a member of the Philadelphia 76ers. But as I've been talking about, uh, the minutes, man. I mean, he is pro he's probably going to play 40 minutes here. This is, uh, you know, first game coming out of the break. Pretty important. Uh, to, you know, obviously it's like a, it's a national TV game between these two teams. So feeling pretty good about taking the over there. And the backcourt defense is actually how you want to be attacking the Memphis Grizzlies, not the front court where they have two of the best defensive interior big men in the NBA. And then finally, we're going to look at the king himself, LeBron James. He's getting to play at home in his first game back against the Golden State Warriors. Now, this one does make me feel the most nervous because this is a super, super important game for seeding purposes for the Los Angeles Lakers and for the Golden State Warriors. I think we're going to see the starters playing a ton of minutes. But the line here is 32 and a half points for LeBron, 110 points for the over. 90 points for the under. I'm taking the under. Uh, LeBron averages 30 points a game. He's got a, a banged up ankle. Uh, if you actually look at his game logs, uh, it, it's he goes under this quite a bit. It's just that his high end range of outcomes are quite good. You know, he's got a bunch of 40, 45s in there. But this to me does seem like a game where LeBron is going to go under getting defended by his old nemesis, Draymond Green. So that is a look at the Thrive Five for Thursday night. Nikola Jokic over 25 and a half points. Darius Garland over six and a half assists. Jason Tatum under 40 and a half points plus rebounds. James Harden over 38 and a half points plus rebounds plus assists. LeBron James under 32 and a half points. So I really hope that you guys use that promo code SportsGrid. Go deposit over on Thrive Fantasy and prop up. We're going to go ahead and run into break right now. And George and Craig are going to be back with you here in just a few moments. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Thanks again to Davis Maddock for covering us on the Thrive Five today. Follow us on Twitter 
at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid TV for the latest news, notes, information, picks against the spread from all of our sports wagering shows and all of our content as well. We've got a great show coming up for you this afternoon. Newswire, 2 o'clock Eastern, one of the top stories just broke, actually, George, in the NFL. Vance Joseph, how about this one? We thought Vic Fangio, the former Broncos coach, may end up going back to Denver as a defensive coordinator, but instead it's a different Broncos head coach, Vance Joseph goes back to be the defensive coordinator for Sean Payton. So I get we were getting a little crazy about the idea that Fangio would actually go back after a head coach and be a DC for the same place. And it ended up happening. It just wasn't him. That it would have been a little odd, a little odd there. Sure. And like I said, we also heard that Rex Ryan was interested in a job here. I see if there's the perfect solution here. So it seemed like Sean Payton and the Broncos wanted a big name for the job, or at least the best, I guess, uh, best coach for the job there, uh, which kind of, listen, the defense wasn't the problem last year, right? It wasn't. We all know Russell Wilson was the issue there. The offense was the problem. Uh, we'll see what Javante Williams can do this year. Can he get back for the team there? But uh, I don't think the Broncos are going to be an afterthought uh, next season. The problem is, Craig, even if it all goes well, you're not better than KC. You may not be better than the Los Angeles Chargers either with the, uh, the talent they have around them. Rough division. Yeah, maybe not the Raiders either. Who knows? All right, time for some fantasy or reality. All right, George, very excited. We're going to kick around actually some NBA here in this uh, fantasy or reality. Special request from George to do this here on the show. Now I know what that text was about, by the way, this morning. All right, let's get started here. We'll start off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady is retired. Doesn't look like he's coming back this time. Former Florida Gators quarterback Kyle Trask. Actually, a really good year with the Gators, uh, George, a couple of years ago. Uh, maybe gets a shot, maybe not. That's what we're going to debate here. We'll see when Trask has played, at least in the preseason, looks capable. I mean, what, what state are the Buccaneers in right now? We heard the story, I think, yesterday about Mike Evans maybe on the block, too. Maybe, maybe it's a matter, George, of just the Bucs tearing it down for a year, uh, chasing a draft pick. We will see. But uh, offensive coordinator of the Bucs says, hey, uh, Kyle Trask could be a good point guard for their offense. Ooh, I don't know if that's a strong endorsement. You tell me. Fantasy or reality, Trask, George, will be the Buccaneers' week one starting quarterback. Got about six months to figure this out. What's he supposed to say? Oh, my God, Trask is terrible. Uh, the, the, this is just bad, guys. All right, we're not going to have much of a passing offense next year. And really, what's he going to say? Of course, you know, he's the greatest thing. Uh, it's really great. Since Brady learned on the Brady, he'll be fantastic. He'll distribute, distribute the ball and all this. I mean, what are they going to say? Now, I do think you make an interesting point. Could they tear it down? Because we have heard the same thing, right? They could trade Evans. They could trade Godwin. Probably not both, but one or the other here. All right, so their running game's okay with uh, Fournette and Rashad White. It's not the team it used to be. Certainly not. Defense took a step back next year as well. But that division is, it's crap, right? right? It's terrible right now, right? Atlanta, they don't have a quarterback. Carolina's looking for a quarterback. New Orleans doesn't have a quarterback. That whole division is, I don't know, I hate saying this is the worst ever because I'm sure we go back in time, we'll find out a division that was just as bad that we just forgot about here. But right now, it's bad. I'm going to say this is fantasy. There's no way they go in with Trask, right? They're going to pick up somebody else. You know, uh, do I think it'll be Aaron Rodgers? No, because I don't think Green Bay would trade him with him at the, uh, the conference anyway. Derek Carr seems to want to go to the New York Jets here, which I don't blame. The Jets could be a really good team. But wouldn't Carr look here look good here also, Craig? With Evans, with Godwin throwing to these guys? If you put Carr in this team, I think they win the division. You know, I think they're the division winners there. So uh, I think that would be interesting somewhat. Garoppolo? Garoppolo would make this team decent as well. I just can't see them saying, no. It's Kyle Trask. It's his job to lose here. They're going to bring in some kind of veteran, Baker Mayfield maybe, someone like that. They're going to bring somebody in. And i got to think odds are that somebody's going to be the week one starter. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way here. I'm, I'm going to say reality. Uh, I, I think the Bucks are in a really, really tough spot. George makes really good points. There's probably a lot of better quarterbacks to start. But I think as an organization – that and and my thinking on this George is as follows is that once teams win world series and cups and nba championships it's easier to tear down to the fans it is it's it's easier to say hey you know we did just win this thing a couple of years ago washington nationals we did just win the world series in 19 let's get rid of rendon let's get rid of trey turner let's get rid of everybody else I think Bucks are going down, man. I think the Bucks are are looking at a a future pick. I don't know if Trask is it. I think he's going to be the guy next year. I think he's going to start. He's not going to have a lot of weapons around him. I would say both those guys you just mentioned, Godwin and Evans, I think they're gone. 
Um, they're an older team, don't have a lot of stars on the team anymore. Defensively, great linebackers, but really, honestly, they were pretty much exposed for a lot of last year, too, especially at the end of the season, especially in their last game of the season, by the way. Reality, Kyle Trask starts, Bucks win total somewhere around five and a half, six going into next year. They will not be expected to be very good. All right, uh, now this is a story that we've never tackled before, George, in the history of sports. Never been done, never close. You know, Ken Griffey played with Ken Griffey Jr., uh, but they drafted Ken Griffey Jr. and then got Ken Griffey, you know? Tim Raines played with Tim Raines Jr. Tim Raines Jr. wasn't great. Pete Rose played, I, I think, or maybe with one game, Pete Rose Jr. I don't know. This is different. Bronny James is going to be a good player, potentially, in the NBA National Basketball Association. LeBron James, obviously, on the Lakers. But, George, there's a chance that Bronny James gets drafted higher to recruit his dad. Oh, my gosh. Did I really say that? I, I think it's true. I think it's possible. Most projections say that Bronny James could be a first-round pick, but a top-ten pick? I don't think that he's worthy of that. But yet again, if you can get in dad, yeah, pull the trigger. Fantasy reality, Davis. Bronny James going to be a top-ten pick in the 2024 NBA draft. George, I've covered sports and watched sports you and I, a long time. We have never, ever seen anything like this in the history of sports as it pertains to draft picks and the other stories that align with it. Exactly. It's the other stories that really uh, changes this, right? Because you're right. Could could drafting his son, Lord LeBron, there, right? And let's face it, even though LeBron's at the end of his career, he's not the player he used to be. He's still go, go, a really good player here. Plus, there were some organizations that want to get LeBron just for ticket sales, right? Just for the publicity he brings there and the and uh, all that, uh, the PR. So I can see that being a play here as well. And let's face it, we've seen throughout all sports where players with certain bloodlines get drafted higher anyway, right? Because, oh, you're hoping uh, that, okay, he's got this, you know, he's, he's this guy's son. We've seen brothers, you know, this guy's, uh, you know, great, great uncle. And they'll draft a little higher there because of the bloodlines there. Because you think maybe he knows how to play the game or he studied the game well because it's in his family. Uh, will he be a top 10 pick? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say reality. Uh, you know, cause I, th- I think it'll be at the end of the top 10. You're talking the eight to 10 range, but I think there'll be some uh, team that goes, you know what? Yeah, it's, it's sort of a crapshoot here anyway, which really the draft really is at the first couple of picks. You're just doing educated guesses here. It's a crapshoot anyway here. At the very least, we're going to get some extra PR here with him. There'll be some curiosity. That'll come. Maybe we get his dad too. You know, his dad is going to come to the game. Maybe his dad will work in the front office at the end of his career there too. Who knows? You know, that sort of thing. Uh, so it'll be a coach sort of on, on the court without really playing. Not a paid position, but I think they'll be, I think someone will be able to convince themselves that this is a good idea. Yeah, so I'll say reality here, but like I said the, it won't be a top five. It's certainly a lot closer to ten than it will be to one here. But I think someone's going to pull that trigger. Some ownership group's going to like this is a good idea. Let's do this and sort of almost make almost give the order to take him earlier than he probably should. Yeah, listen, I agree with you in, in some senses here. So uh, first of all, I agree with George. I say reality. I, th- I do think he's going to be a top ten pick. I, I think George maybe, and and again, look, we we all understand who LeBron James is, George. And and look, you are not, and I am not, by the way, watching the NBA every single night. I am not. Uh, But George, LeBron is still great, man. Like he is still great. He's still one of the best players in the NBA, even with his advanced age. And if this can go on close to it in two years or three years or a year or whatever it is, it is absolutely worth this investment to make this happen. You mentioned PR. Yes, that's part of it. You mentioned tickets. No doubt. That's part of it. This is something historically we have never seen in the history of sports uh, with a father playing with his son in the NBA. We've never seen it. So that's going to that's gonna be interesting for a while. And then I know, George, you're sort of alluding, ah, oh, you know, gimmicky, whatever. I don't think so, man. I, I think whatever team LeBron goes on, he makes the team good. Difference is is that we're not talking about championship, though. I mean, look, you could, George, you could clap back at me. What about, Craig, what about the Lakers? The Lakers aren't winning a championship. They have LeBron James. They have Anthony Davis. They have Russell Westbrook. What's going on with them? Why aren't they winning? And that's the difference. It's not happening. But does it make the team relevant? Does it make the team good? As an example, George, let's use Orlando. Let's use Detroit. Let's use some of these bottom feeder teams in the NBA. Immediately, they get LeBron James. They're a 500 team. They're winning 40 games. They're winning something like that. So I say absolutely he is a top 10 pick, and I'm probably a little bit more bullish. I think he may go in the top five. I'm just saying. I, I think he may go 
very high uh, to make this happen. We will see. All right, my state of Florida, where George is a little jealous of right now, it's 85 degrees and sunny. 85 is a little hot, though, I got to say, for this time of the year here. I was out the last few days in spring training, and just it was just like, oof, you know, very hot to sit out there in the sun. I know, I know, I know, I know. Did I mention I'll be at a spring training game on Sunday? Got to work here. I, it's like everyone's asking me, are you coming back tomorrow? Are you coming back tomorrow? I'm like, I, I work at Sports Grid. I have to do my show every single day, unless we're going to set up on, uh, you know, at camp. I, I got to do the show. Uh, but... One thing that I haven't considered is taking my dog to one of these games and not allowed in the park. They are allowed at some of these little league parks and travel ball parks. And I am now a dog owner, just like George, so I can empathize here a little bit. And we are talking about the state of Florida where usually anything goes. But how about this one? A state where anything goes, thinking and considering, George, of banning dogs from putting their heads out of the window when they're driving in cars. Of all the things in Florida, we usually are just like one of these freewheeling states where just come on down and have a great time. Fantasy or reality, George, for you on this one. Dogs should be allowed to stick their heads out of a window in their car. Why would this be banned? I'm not even sure. Fantasy or reality? I don't know why it would be banned. I'm guessing because it could be dangerous for a dog, you know, something like that. Now, hey, fair warning. Uh, my dog's a rescue from Puerto Rico. So she, I guess she flew from Puerto Rico to Miami, and they drove her up from Miami to uh, where I picked her up uh, on Long Island. Then I had to go there and take her another 40 minutes wow. uh, to the house. So my dog hates cars, hates them. She's not sticking her head out the window. She doesn't want to go in a car. You're talking a 50, 60-pound dog that I got to pick up and put her in the car every time we want to take her with us somewhere. So I don't have to worry about this. But uh, I wish she would. I, I, I open up the window. I try to get her to do it because I think she'd enjoy it, right? All dogs seem to do. Uh, enjoy sticking out the window. And I'm that guy, you know, I'm driving uh, to, uh, to the gym, wherever I'm going, dog sticks us out the window. I'm looking, hey, how you doing? Woof, woof. You know, I kind of like that. So this is a uh, dog should be allowed. Yeah, reality. They should be allowed. They enjoy it. Who's it hurting? I mean, close the window enough so you make sure a dog can't jump out, but who's it hurting? I think it's reality. They should be allowed. Yeah, I don't understand this. Now, my my dog, I've had, we, we you know, taken the the dog back and forth, a young dog, puppy here. So we're, we're not at George, that state that um, I state is using the pun here for the state of Florida, but we're not at the stage. Okay. Where that's been a thing where we open it up and even thinking about it. Cause the puppy's just so like scared to be in the car in the first place. But who is this hurting? Who is this harming? I understand that maybe there's just some concern. The dog hops out of the car and then, you know, who knows, maybe it's for safety's sake, but I don't see a huge issue with it. So George and I are two, out of three here on Fantasy or Reality Today. If Kyle Trask is the starter of the Bucks, I win. But if not, it is George. We'll find out later in September. All right, we'll take a quick break here on the show. Sports Grid 60 is coming up next, and then we'll turn it back to the early line. I'm back with you at 2 o'clock Eastern for Newswire. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today. George and Craig back with you here as we wrap up the show. We'll be back on the program tomorrow. Gray Albright will be with us from Raz Ball. We'll preview the Colorado Rockies. Also, Jim Sanis joins us for a NASCAR preview as well. All right, let's turn it back over to George. Here is today's Sports Grid 60. All right, Craig, you know, with baseball beginning tomorrow, a couple of Cactus League games, we're going to see our first look at the new rules here, right? Now, most of them I can't stand, but one I don't mind, or at least I'm looking forward to seeing, is the uh, pitch clock. You know, speed things up a little bit. That being said, Craig, you know, one thing we don't see anymore, you and I grew up with, uh, you know, Billy Martin and Earl Weaver. Just managers went bananas, right? Bobby Cox got thrown out of a thousand games here. Wait till the first time. Uh, you know, a, a ball is issued because a pitcher doesn't throw the ball within the 15 seconds, especially when it's 15 and a half seconds, you know, 15 and a quarter seconds. Or a strike's called on a batter because he's not in the batter's box at eight. It's eight and a half, eight and a quarter, especially when he does it for one team, but doesn't do it for the other. Angel Martinez, you know, when he starts uh, putting his uh, little uh, name in the ring here and starts pulling stuff like that, they get it. We're going to have managers losing their minds. Remember Lou Pinello throwing bases back in the day, Billy Martin kicking dirt. It's going to be some good old-fashioned uh, arguments this season. That's one thing Major League Baseball, unintended consequences. Did you, did you ever think that one of the top stories in sports on any day of the year, which it is today, would be a quarterback going on a darkness retreat and, and then coming out of the darkness retreat. This is what is going on, folks, right now with Aaron Rodgers. You cannot make this stuff up. And again, I have nothing against this. I think it's probably a cool idea. I've talked about this previously on the show. I'm scared to death of the dark for five days, so I could not do it. But this is what we are talking about today. This is literally one of the top stories of the day. One of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL going on a darkness retreat. Not going, but coming out today. Job well done by Aaron Rodgers, creating extra media on himself, no doubt. Now we'll see where he ends up. That will do it for our show today. Thanks again to our great producers, of course, our graphics department, and thanks to George for filling in for Davis Maddock. You'll get another dose of George on the show tomorrow. I'm Craig Mish. Early line is next. Let's get back here at 2 o'clock Eastern. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.